0: Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right. It's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. In this episode of the podcast, we are talking about the many different reasons that most diets out there uh, absolutely suck. So if you're currently on a diet, have been yo-yo dieting, or know someone that is doing one of those two things or both, Make sure you tune in uh, to this episode. If you enjoy the episode, make sure you spread the love by sharing it with your friends and family. Introduce the podcast to your friends and family as well. Let them know that they have a place where they can get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. Although this episode is just a topic-based episode, most episodes are um, based on or revolve around the questions that you guys send in. So if you find me on Instagram, Adam underscore Pullman Fit, and keep an eye out for my Instagram story every single Sunday, you will find a question box there. And that is where you can submit any of your health, fitness, or nutrition questions. So next time you're at the family table and someone's like, hey, I should have the white meat instead of the dark meat because the dark meat's horrible, you can say, well, I'm not sure about that. You should ask Adam. Boom. There you go. Shameless plug for yourself and for me. It's a win-win situation. Actually, it's a win-win-win because then they get their answer, uh, their question answered as well. Uh, guys, for everything else free, all other free things, you can go to pullmanfitness.com/free. That's p-o-e-h-l-m-a-n-n fitness.com. You'll find things like articles, blogs, um, videos, anything of that sort. Looking to get those podcast episodes uploaded on the site here soon, but all other free content, guides, eBooks, things like that, will be at pullmanfitness.com/free. All right, so I wanted to take some time today just to talk about um, the underlying concept around diets, uh, why <clears throat> most of them don't live up to their promises, or if they do, why they might not work out in the long term, um, and just talk about all the pitfalls of pitfalls of uh, basically dieting in general. So the reason this came up, or the reason that I wanted to talk about this is because Um, I had another person come to me uh, the other day saying, Hey, I'm on, um," oh man, I already forgot what diet she was on, but she was on some sort of diet. It's working great so far. Um, I know you've heard bad things about diets. What should I look out for? So we had a conversation about diets and things like that. And I'm like, man, all of this stuff would be great to talk about on, on the show. So here I am talking about it with you guys. Um, the, the first thing that I want to go over with you is just helping you get a basic understanding of what diets consist of and what is necessary to lose weight. So let's start with the weight loss first. In order to lose weight um, your body needs to be in a negative energy balance, or in other words, a caloric deficit, deficit, an energy deficit. You may have heard one of those three, uh, three things before. So we have energy that we take in through food and then energy that we expend through, um, exercise, movement, digestion, um, fidgeting, all of that stuff. So, uh, when we have more energy coming out than we have, and energy is calories, when we have more energy coming out than we do have it, have coming in, that is when our body is going to lose weight. Now, it might be fat in some circumstances. It could be muscle. Um, oftentimes, it's a combination of both, uh, which is why resistance training and eating enough protein is so important. That way, muscle is not lost. But anyway, we need to be in an energy deficit um, in order to lose weight. When we are in an energy surplus, that is, when, um, that is when we gain weight. So if we are eating more calories than we are expending in the day, we tend to gain weight. Could be muscle mass, could be body fat, could be water, could be a little bit of both, could be all three. It depends on what your exercise, all these other factors look like. Um, but that is when we gain weight. Now, that is the basic concept of weight loss and weight gain. Now, what most of these diets do is set you up in a way where you might be um, in an energy deficit, taking in fewer calories than you are expending throughout the day. Now, let me, let me go ahead and uh, use a few different diets to try to um, shed some light on, on the truth of this. So, uh, I released an episode not too long ago about the Optavia diet. So, the Optavia diet, if you haven't heard of it, you have um, anywhere from like two to five meals. I think, that are based on the food that they make and they send to you. And then your other meals in the day, depending on what plan you're on, are uh, meals that you make for yourself. Now, the food that they send you is very low calorie, very processed. And then the food that you are eating on your own is supposed to be dark leafy greens, a lean protein, which is great. But the thing is, Between those two foods, and the website says it itself, or at least the reviews do, between those two um, different uh, food examples, you're looking at anywhere from 800 to 1,000 calories uh, taken in per day. That is a very low amount of calories. Even a very small person who lives a moderately active, maybe even more than sedentary lifestyle is probably burning more than a thousand calories uh, per day, both through movement and resting metabolic rate, digestion, all of that stuff. So what happens is this Octavia diet puts them in a caloric deficit, an energy deficit, and then they lose weight because of that. Now, another example, let's look at the ketogenic diet. The ketogenic diet does the same thing, just in a different format. So, the ketogenic diet calls for um, a pretty high fat intake, moderate uh, protein intake, and then a uh, very low to almost nothing carbohydrate intake. So, what's happening is you are, in order to stick to that ketogenic protocol, you have to cut out almost all carbohydrates from your diet, or at least, um, you know, minimize them by 90% or more. Let's say you usually eat 200 grams of carbohydrates a day. Now you're being asked to eat 30 grams of carbohydrates a day. That is a very uh, significant drastic change. And because of that, you are taking out calories because carbohydrates contain four calories per gram. Um, same thing with the moderate protein, ketogenic, you're not supposed to be very high protein. So if you normally eat high protein, then you go to moderate, you're cutting out calories there as well. Um, and although the, the the diet calls for higher fat, most people keep their fat the same, if not a little bit higher. So there's uh, they're, they're, they are still in an energy deficit, which is um, causing them to burn more calories than they are consuming in the day. Um, another example, let me think. I mean, Adkins is very similar to the ketogenic diet. Um, even whole 30, I, I do appreciate a whole 30 and what its purpose is, but I believe that too many people use it for fat loss. But if you try to use it for weight loss, um, what you're doing at whole 30 is you're basically cutting out, um, all processed foods. And then you're cutting out food groups and you're, um, you're, you're really trying to figure out what works best and feels best for your body. So when you're cutting out all those foods that you normally eat, you're cutting out calories. So if you look through, uh, if you read in between the lines on all of these diets, what they are asking you to do is go into an energy deficit where you're burning f- more calories than you are taking in during the day. So that is the basic concept of what all these diets are trying to do and how the basic uh understand or uh, basic concept of fat loss law of thermodynamics calories in versus calories out works. Now you might be sitting there saying, "Okay, why I don't understand if it's putting me in an energy deficit, why is it so bad if I'm losing weight from it because that's the goal, right? To lose weight." Uh fair question, fake person, uh narrated by me. So what happens over time is our bodies adapt to that environment so to speak or that signal whatever you want to call it so you are if you haven't noticed or haven't heard our bodies are, are do do a very very good job at adapting to the environment that it is being put in um i i talked about this in a, another another podcast not too long ago let's just take a look at um an endurance athlete versus a um, bodybuilder or a strength athlete, we have two very different body types, uh, two very different body types. Even if you took a set of, of, of twins, for example, or someone in the same family or the same genes, whatever, and you had them to do both of those different things, they would end up looking a lot different because their bodies need to adapt to become more efficient and to become better at those, um, that those work workout routines at that environment, whatever you want to call it. So what happens when, we expose ourselves to an energy deficit for a long period of time is that our body actually slows down its metabolism. If you were to think, okay, at first your metabolism was that of a, I don't know, a regular sedan. Okay. And now it's, it's and as an over time, it's slowly turning into a Prius. Now, why is this? Well, because if your metabolism stays super fast, and you're burning tons and tons and tons of calories but only taking in very little, you're eventually going to get to a point where your body is like F you – I'm not doing, I'm not, I'm not doing well. I'm not thriving. I'm not internally healthy. And so your, what your body does to fight that is just slow down its metabolism a little bit. Now, this is actually a really good thing. Um, but in in the context or in the, along the lines of modern life and what we do, it's not really a good thing, especially when it comes to fat loss. Um, so we do want it. We just want to make sure we're aware of it. So that's what happens when you expose yourself to an energy deficit for a very, very long period of time. And that's why when you see these diets, people doing these diets, they lose weight at the beginning, especially water weight, because carbohydrates, for every three to four grams of carbohydrates, there's like a three, three grams of, of carbs or glycogen that's stored. Um, or sorry, for every three grams of glycogen stored, there's three to four grams of water stored as well. So when you cut out carbohydrates, you're losing a lot of, a lot of water. So anyway... These people lose weight at the beginning and then it slows down. The progress slows down, slows down, slows down, slows down. And then they um, begin to uh, not even, maybe not regress, but they don't see any more progress. And so then they hit a plateau and they're like, shit, what do I do? I can't do this anymore. Uh, screw it. The diet's not working anymore. Or they say, hey, I lost my body weight or I lost uh, the weight I wanted to lose. I don't want to be on this diet anymore. Then they go back to regular eating. Now, what happens, do you think, when people go back to regular eating? They just were cutting out calories for a very long time, so they were in, a, in an energy deficit. As a As a result of that, their metabolism has slowed down to compensate for that change. Now, instead of slowly easing back into it, what people usually do is just go back to their regular eating habits. Now, What they're doing is they're eating most likely more calories than they're burning in the day, especially since their metabolism has slowed down from that calorie-restricting diet that they were just on. Now, this is where we get to the point that I really wanted to focus and highlight on today um, was the yo-yo, the the downside of the yo-yoing. And the reason that is is because when you take someone, let's say you... you you restrict yourself for a very long time, you reach your goal weight or you're just sick of it, one of the two, and you decide to go back to your regular eating, you have a very high chance of actually gaining more muscle, or excuse me, gaining more fat cells. Um, Now, the reason this is, is because, like I said, our body is very, very intelligent. So what our body tries to do is say, okay, the last time we were out of calories, that absolutely sucked. That was freaking miserable. Um, next time we get some food, let's try to have more fat cells. That way we don't have to deplete ourselves of stored energy so much. Now that is put in very layman, you know, very layman's terms. Um, not extremely scientific with the the words I used, but that's the general concept of of what is what we're discovering to be a truth here. Um, so when you have these yo-yo dieters, they're losing a lot of weight. Reaching their goal or getting sick of it, eating more, and then they're actually uh, gaining all the weight that they lost and then some. Not only are they gaining the weight, gaining the weight that they lost and then some, but they are adding new fat cells every single time they yo-yo or they rebound. Now, the reason this is horrible, you might be thinking, well, why is that so bad? I'll just lose the fat cells next time I go on a diet or when I work out, whatever. Um, so when you lose fat, you're not actually losing fat. You're not. You're, you're just shrinking the size of your fat cells essentially is what's happening. Um, and so your fat cells become a lot smaller. There's not as much stored energy in there. But when you come back after a rebound and you add new fat cells and more and more and more, it's going to be a lot harder to shrink all of those fat cells down or it's going to take more of an effort to shrink all of those fat cells down. So you're going to have to be even more restricting and more diligent um, and more uh, you're going to have to stick to your diet, your crummy diet even more so every single time that you rebound and yo-yo. And that is the huge danger that I wanted to highlight um, with these diets and why they absolutely suck, and this is why I'm such a big advocate of of trying to build and get your metabolism as fast as you possibly can. Um, that way, you can do the least amount of work to get the most amount, the the, the biggest response um, from your body. Whether your goal is to lose fat, gain flexibility, build muscle, whatever it might be. You want to do the very least amount of work um, to get the biggest change because that is what's going to allow you to grow and continue progressing. If you go all out, you know, if you just do the race like the hare and you go all out, you're going to reach the end and not have anywhere to go. But if you treat it like the tortoise, you're going to start slow and you're going to be progressing forever, 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 forever because you can scale it. So anyway, that is a a big problem with these major diets. Diets is um, the the instance of people adding new fat cells every single time they rebound. So if these diets suck so bad, what's the better solution? I just touched on it a little bit. Um, what you guys need to do is make sure you're tracking your food intake. Have some of an, somewhat of an idea of what you're eating. Um, begin resistance training, doing some strength training three to four days a week, build your lean muscle tissue up, only eat when you're hungry, listen to your hunger signals, eat more protein, and your metabolism will do what it's supposed to do and speed up a little bit. Now, I understand that the appeal of these diets, you're just told what to do, so you just go out and do it. Um, You're told to cut out this food, so you cut out this food. Some things to consider are, one, can you do this thing for the rest of your life? (laughs) Two, um, is it the most sustainable? Kind of going into one. And then three, how happy are you doing it? How you know what is your social like your social life like how what what is it like when you go um, and eat with friends is this is this keeping you and holding you back or is it allowing you to fully experience and appreciate those things you got to figure that out for yourself so um, you need to make sure that this diet or whatever nutritional protocol that you're on is something that you plan on doing for the rest of your life. If not, and you plan on yo-yoing or just doing it until it stops working, you're at a high risk of making things even harder for yourself as you go on, especially when it comes to fat loss due to the addition of those new fat cells, all right? Guys, if you enjoyed this episode and you were like, holy crap, I can't believe this is true about the diets, whatever, you were astonished, um, introduce this show in this episode to your friends and family. Share it with them. Someone in your life definitely needs to hear it. We got to get them off that yo-yo diet wagon. Uh, for all other free content, guys, you can go to PullmanFitness.com free That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. And if you have a question that you would like to have answered on this show, find me on Instagram, Adam underscore Pullman fit. Take a look at my Instagram story every single Sunday, and you will find your opportunity to type in and submit as many questions as you would like. Oh my goodness. I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening. And until next time, this is the podcast.